<laughs> you queued that up real real smooth there, didn't you? Getting better at this, man. Hey, everybody make some noise for my panel tonight. This might be risky episode four. Um not gonna say we putting anybody in a hot seat, but we just got some clarifications. I got some uh things I wanna get clear and I got some ideas I wanna see if it's true or not so you know just want to uh introduce my panel real quick uh to my left alex hey y'all <laughs> tell them what your name what you got going on what your favorite color is hey and give me all of that um yes i'm alexandria alex is perfectly fine my favorite color is blue uh, it's not really too much going on other than work, adulting shit. Indeed, indeed. And I apologize, uh, you know, she a little shy and shit, but we're going to get that out of her. Uh, Caddy? Hey, Caddy C. Nothing new. I'm not doing the color stuff, so go ahead. Continue. Welcome back. Come get him out. All right. Jimmy? Hey, what's up? I'm Jimmy. You want to do the favorite color, black all day, every day? Why you throw a piece on? Who are you tonight? That's me, baby. <laughs> all right. Sean, was good? Uh, good evening, everybody. Uh, I got a new favorite color today is uh, olive green. Bruh. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Josh gonna be live for him tonight. Yeah, you asked about favorite colors. It's my new favorite color today. Olive green. This is about to be an epic show. I promise you. All right, first topic. So I was having a conversation with my wife and um my cousin her cousin our cousin and i came to the conclusion that women are very very sexist so i still gotta kill bugs right they expect that of me um but the things i expect we have to share it times have changed so on and so forth so why do women get to be so sexist another example you go to the club right it's okay for y'all to get in for free not buy bottles right but we don't get those same luxuries i feel that's very very sexist jimmy what's your thoughts it's crazy um just having a conversation about this at work the other mm-hmm. day i mean you look at the dress code you know men they're required to wear slacks you know <laughs> college shirts women you know they have the option to come in with you know, spandex and a, the, the tights, the workout leggings with, you know, a sweater on, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I get where you're coming from with that. Um, would you call it sexist? I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, they, 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 they fight for equality, of course, um, but everything ain't equal. But would you consider killing a bug sexist? Well, I feel like those expectations don't change for us, right? But the equality thing is sometimes I see it as women may think it is slightly convenient, like it's convenient at times. Like they want it to be equal, but then when it's time to kill bugs, they can't do that. Right. And I'm just using it as a generic uh, example. 
Um, what you think, Alex? Okay, so I think in the analogy that he mentioned about going to the club, mm-hmm. I I think it's feeding y'all's ego. Like you men are naturally you are the the hunters. You want to go out. You want to do this. You want to do that. You want to be the supporter. So if we're out in the club and we happen to be having a good time, you have to impress me. So if that happens to be for a woman who drank, okay, you're going to buy me a beverage or uh, my friend's beverages. It's just, I don't, I don't know if I would use the term sexist though. I think that's the wrong term to utilize. I think we, in my opinion, I kind of feel like we both play roles, gender roles. So I, but I don't know if the word sexist would be appropriate to use. Okay. Okay. Sean. Um to piggyback on what Alex said, the word sexist is prejudicial or discriminatory. Yeah. So maybe maybe a different analogy, but uh, is sexism real? Yes. Do mm-hmm. both parties benefit from it? Both genders benefit from it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um it's a it's a staple in the community of the black community. Any demographic you 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 try to find is always sexism, right, wrong, or indifferent. It's, it's used on both parties to their advantage. Okay, Caddy. Um, you know, pretty much the the same. I I think that um, now I may be a little bit biased, but uh, on the male side. Um, I do think that women, sometimes we pick and choose when we want to benefit from chivalry, when we want to benefit from um, gender roles and gender norms, and then we want to play the feminist role when it's convenient. So I, I think it really depends, I, uh, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I wouldn't classify it as sexist though. It's, I think it's preference when it's convenient and we, we both do it, men do it too, but yeah. But isn't it prejudice, right? When they say she can get in for free, but he can't. That is very sexist, right? That's discriminatory. Based on what? Yeah, I think when I think of sexist, I think of you can't do this because you are a woman. Exactly. Women don't kill bugs because they're women, right? Or I say women are supposed to cook, right? And if I say that, now i could easily be categorized as sexist but it often doesn't happen the other way around and there's a lot of benefits um that women like get and obtain and they always has been and i feel like this very sexist but i don't know how often that's been said about women yeah i don't think we talk about that um in that context you know it's I mean, we, we live in a misogynistic society anyway. So the, the narrative is always geared towards, I guess, what, what men do in a sense. Um, but we know, uh, again, about the gender norms and we know men choose to be dominant when it's convenient for them and choose to do something that would be categorized as submissive when it's convenient for them. And it's, I think it's kind of like the same thing with women too. Like we- Submissive. Yeah, so we say submissive, but more so like talking about like showing your emotional side. You know, like you wanna, you wanna, yeah, some men can choose when they wanna show their emotional side, when it's convenient. But that's, well, where's the advantage in that though? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess that's the question. Yeah. I guess that's the difference. Yeah, see, we. I don't think I don't we think have it. Hey, Sean, can you mute until it's return? I don't think that we have it as luxury. It's not as convenient for us to go back and forth to, to, to do or don't. But I feel like sometimes with women, which is why I'm calling it sexist, because often it, seem, it feels like it's like, oh, it's convenient now, but not now. I'll leverage it. I'll leverage my femininity, but then I want the equality and I want to be um, revered when I have these masculine roles. So I'm just trying to understand, like, am, am I wrong? Am I mischaracterizing it? I don't think so. But Sean, you said I was. Why isn't that the right word? By definition, it's prejudicial and discriminatory. Exactly. But what what prejudice is pushed towards men from uh, a woman's perspective? Not being like, in the club for like, free. Prejudicial. Like you said. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, not being able to get in the club for free being expected to buy bottles women don't put in but they still drink them that's right that's a thing <laughs> okay, but i think with that so in that example i think the club the business itself they know that women is what is going to bring out the males and the males are the ones who are spending the money so if i need to cater towards these women and making sure that they're looking their best and we're going to go ahead and we're going to get these men to come out and ironic to use the word simping but Y'all want to pay for the bottle? I mean, go ahead. If y'all want to pay for the section, go right ahead. That's your business. And you're doing it because you want the attention. Ooh, <laughs> it's true. That's oh, right. That's you make that choice. She got a point. I mean, the men, they, we don't have to do it. That's right. We right. Have to do it. It, right. In, in that situation, it's not the woman being sexist. It's we're creating that that scenario, environment exactly right because the power it's, it's is with us mm-hmm. we're, they're not the ones that's letting themselves in the club for free it's the men that's doing it you know and we know why we're doing it so i think it's ladies free before right 11. <laughs> i understand what you're accustomed to but i'm trying to define this and gain some clarity so now alex used the word simp she did derogatory as hell beta male shit right so not only (laughs) did she say you niggas better do this she said it's especially the simp beta men that do that so what does that say that's discrimination yeah it's but, not what I'm creating. Y'all are creating it. So you we're creating those positions. So you think that's created by men, though? You think we? So Jimmy, you said it as well. So we've created this construct. I believe we did. I mean, they didn't create it. Why? They benefit from it. That's without a doubt. I mean, and 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 most you know women they appreciate it, but. I didn't know a lot of them, you know, I mean, I can't say a lot of them, right? But, you know, there are the the, the group of women that do consider that simping, right? Which is unfortunate, you know, because most of us, you know, we look at it as a good time. We don't have to buy the bottle. Like, everybody going to drink off us, you know, we're going to have a good time, go home at the end of the night, you know, other situations may, uh, you know, progress from there. But at the end of the day, I don't... Um, 
I think we create that situation. We don't have to. You know, the the environment definitely would change if we didn't do it, right? You might not get the crowd that you uh you get previously, you know. So what happens next? If a club don't allow women in for free, they're gonna go to the next one that do it, right? So they benefit benefit from it, but we also create that environment, right? It's us that's creating it. So how do we get a control on it? <laughs> so okay. Go ahead, Caddy. No, I was going to say enough said. I mean, he explained it all. I mean, uh, you all kind of, you know, patriarchal society, you all created the system and, and we kind of fall in line. So, I mean, you benefit from it. We benefit from it subjectively. Um, but I don't think that y'all have room to be mad about us code switching the sense. And also that just goes back to in the animal kingdom, in the animal kingdom you all are you all hunt for the woman. You all go and show out. If you look at certain birds, right? They are, what is it? I think I want to say it's like maybe the turkey. They're the ones with the colorful uh, feathers, the male, not the woman. So they're going out there and they're showing off all their colors. They're being flashy and it's the woman's choice. You make the choice to go out and to do that. And a lot of times as women, when we go out, we're not necessary. I think a lot of times when women go out, um, or I can only speak for myself. I wasn't going out because I was looking for someone. I'm going out to have a good time. But the men, a lot of times, are going out because I'm trying to come up off of something. Because if you weren't, you wouldn't be getting no sections. You'd be out there with everybody else. I mean, sections is uh, it's easier to get a bottle than spend you know fifty dollars <laughs> per, per cup. I mean, in those situations, because I know most of us, we're going to do it. You know, you're going to pay for like three three cocktails and that's going to be a bottle right there. So, I mean, sometimes it's easier to get a section and sometimes a, a great time is created off that. I mean, in, in many cases. Or sometimes you really have no money in your bank account, but yet you spend your last dime on a section yeah. to look yeah. good. So that way uh, there's a higher possibility that you might be able to take someone home. And look broke later. <laughs> Sean, you got something? Because I... Yeah, um, I mean, just to piggyback what everybody says, it's it's a male-dominated structure. The, 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 the club, the lounge, the bar scene, that's all for men. We highlight women, right? Women are the highlight, but you're not going to a bar or a club where women aren't dominating the sections. You're not gonna go if it's just a bunch of dudes in the section that don't bring women to the sections, or you don't buy women drinks, or it's not an environment conducive for women to, to be highlighted. You're not gonna entertain yourself there. Man, this is this is a bit weird. How is it weird? So, for me, right throughout history, whoredom and prostitution has always existed. We didn't create that construct right but men women understand the needs of men and therefore they leverage what they have that we want against us too though right no like, no, no no yeah well here's the thing women had control access to what vagina vagina right sex right and that's a need for us right and they know that and therefore in the same the dudes that's running the club um they they must feel the same right so women do leverage that asset which I'm not saying is wrong, but it's certainly a thing. 
So we don't we we thinking we having control over it, but we only doing things to get what we want, and they control what it is that we want. When we're talking about things like sex and and trying to get somebody to come home with you, that's not the same patriarchal ball game. No, it's not. But that's not necessarily what what matters in the broader scheme of things. Like buying, buying sections and all—that's literally what it's for, right? We just said that. Yeah, but yeah, that's, but that's more of a competitive thing. Go ahead, go ahead, um, Sean. I was gonna say that's more of a competitive thing with men because you're still competing right. with other men. You're not. It's not like the women have set this platform up and you just have to cater to them to get right. them. So you compete with men. If there's 20 women in the club who are all getting assigned to sections because 20 people, 20 dudes and bought tables, you're competing with the other men. If you go on to buy a girl a drink, that's not the only drink you, that she didn't got purchased for her for by a guy that night. Usually, if, if she's attractive and she's with th two or three girls and they all are similarly attractive, that's a competition. You competing, you shooting your shot the same way everybody else is shooting. That's men. That's not women. They just there. And nine times out of ten, you know, like I know, they just there to be there. They don't go with the same intention that we do. We kind of juice that platform for them. We we turn the narrative over in that in that regard. Yes, they are the prize. Yes, they are the attraction. And they are the reason why most men show up to the club, right? But we definitely turn the narrative in our favor. It, that is misogynistic or patriarchal, what, what Caddy said. That's exactly what is laid out for us, but we compete against us. Even Alex's uh, comparison to the animal kingdom, the lionesses are <laughs> dominated by men. The men get to choose. The men get to dictate the pace. Yeah, that's actually opposite though, right? The lion kingdom is a uh is not the same as what she was referencing about the birds right 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 yeah right. yeah okay okay well it's safe to say that i valiantly uh defended my premise against all four of y'all so i make some noise for myself <laughs> you can turn your applause off i don't think you did you may have mischaracterized your your analogy there but that's cool no, I think, but I think it is something to just to have the conversation about because oftentimes when we hear that, it's always men, men, men. But there's a lot of things that we see and and go through every day where it is quite often opposite. And I think sometimes for women, it's just slightly more convenient. Now, obviously, the 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 trail for women to ascend right has been treacherous, you know. So just like nobody can say nigga except us. I mean, I think there's some some uh, relevancy to that so a, a better a better analogy would have been the workplace on how an attractive man hits on a woman and it's not a problem but a less attractive unattractive man hits on a woman and then it's discrimination because she feels harassed Selective. <laughs> that, that's sexism yeah. yeah or or women can hit on men in the workplace oh, yeah right but you know Matt Lau, I mean, you know, obviously he was locking him in, locking him in the damn office. He was using the button that they use. Yeah, the under the <laughs> no, no. He was a goddamn terrorist. Put him in the fucking Get him out of here. But, you know, even that part, right? Like, even that uh, 
is 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 interesting you know but it was just something i as i was having that conversation with shawnice i'm just like hold on now there's a lot of lopsided nature to this shit here so i wanted to bring it to um some minds that i respect to see what the thoughts were um so okay cool i appreciate it next topic all right so your apparel right if you're in a relationship more specifically women um does your apparel change should it does it need to does it have to you know so what you wear right if you're with your man or woman if you're not with your man or woman like what do you what what do you think well, first of all, what am I wearing before I'm in a relationship? I'm confused. I mean, you got you got plenty of things that people may they they can be still tasteful, but like pencil skirts can be. I'm just naming stuff: pencil skirts, halter tops, right? I don't know. Um, what's the shirt when your when your stomach be out? Crop top. Crop top. Crop top. So are you asking? Do we tone it down once we get into a relationship? Yeah, like is that the right approach? Is that an actual thing? Or is it based on? Um, I don't know. I don't want. I don't want to get my opinion too much. I'm just wondering, Alex, what you think? Um, I don't necessarily think it's because of my husband. I just think I'm going to different places now that I'm married. Everything isn't a girls' night event. Um, when I'm going out with my girls, so oh, was mentioned before you know women who dress for other women you know and when i go out with my friends i want to make sure if one person is wearing this that we all look like a unit i don't want to come out in sweats and then my girl is over here dressed to the nines but that has nothing to do with me having um being a relationship for some people that's different but i'm gonna wear what i want to wear okay respect what you think caddy um i honestly think it depends on what you were wearing before you got into the relationship for me um i pretty much dressed the same mm -hmm. um so i haven't felt the need to tone it down y'all see ayana i just ask her not to wear sleeveless <laughs> I, people see her muscles and they just want to talk and that's just annoying <laughs> um but other than that like she can wear whatever she wants to wear um i think it becomes a little problematic when a partner has to say something about it because then it's just like did you not notice this before or is there a change that's causing you know this person to dress differently now um so yeah so i think it depends on on really the relationship and what you're comfortable with okay jimmy i mean to her point if you met somebody wearing certain apparel i mean i think you should be able to accept them wearing that same apparel that's what they for wearing previous to, um, you knew what they had on, right? So if that's your taste, you should expect them to continue to wear that. Now, unless you felt like they only wore that to, to court you, then, then maybe so, right? Then your attire probably has to change. But if that's them, I mean, and you knew that was them, you know, 24 seven, uh, I don't. I don't think you should expect them to to change their apparel now that they're in a relationship. Now, as Alex said, you know, depending on the environment, you know, the places that you're going, you know, certain dress code is, is more appropriate. You know, where you, you you have to change your attire at that point. But I mean, if you respected them, you know, before, you know, when you was dating them, courting them, then you should have the same respect in your relationship. 
Okay. Sean? I think it's a fine line. Um, I'm an advocate of wanting my woman to look like a million bucks when we walk out the door. Especially if we're going out to do something. Not like a grocery store run, but if we're going out to do something, I'm going to want her to look like a million bucks because she with me and I'm with her. Why are you sounding like Billy Holiday over the low? <laughs> you know, okay, Quincy Jones, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that late night radio DJ voice, uh, Caddy. That's, that's what that is. I had a little wine now, so I'm loosening up a little bit. <laughs> you have real <laughs> But no, it's a fine, it's a fine line. I think um, you would want your partner to be comfortable and not feel like they have to dumb it down so much where they're not them, you know, but there's a fine line where something could be flagged as borderline disrespectful, right? But I think it's a conversation you have. If you communicate, you know, and there are no insecurities because a lot of men are insecure when they're women dressed up nice and they step out <clears throat> and um, they feel some type of way. But no, I think if you communicate and you express yourself in a in a respectful way with your partner, like not like you you get ready to get dressed to go to dinner and she throw on something where the skirt come above her fingertips and y'all ain't had a conversation about it. And now you feel some type of way when you sitting at dinner. And I think if you discuss it and communicate, um, you, you should want to look good and whatever that looks like for your couple, for your situation, as long as it's respectful, that's, that's all that matters. So hey, for for clarification, are you is your question surrounding you know uh, individuals in a relationship becoming lazy after they you know um, start to get comfortable, or are you just worried about the uh, explicitness of you know the the apparel that they're wearing? Yeah, so my question is more based on like the explicit nature of their apparel because um, as a matter of fact, I have a video. Um, about a premise that made a lot of sense and you actually see uh one of the panelists in the comments <laughs> one second uh, he don't. so i'm gonna play this <laughs> us and it's like a man he don't want this woman doing certain things or dressing certain ways and every time we go out and dressing really overly sexy, we're putting our man's life in danger. Mm. Because if somebody say to us out of order, say something to us out of order wrong, then his manhood say he got to step up and defend us over nothing, over some foolishness. And if you got a man and you satisfied and happy with him, then why are you going out trying to entice new men? So, my bad. So, what about that premise? Have we ever thought about that? Because I think that that is very, very true. So, I think oftentimes things are often characterized like insecure, this, that, and the third. Like, what makes sense, right? Like, what's safe and not safe? Do you want to endanger your person in any way, shape, or form if these are possibilities? 
So is that a consideration or do we just wear what I want to wear and whatever the fallout is going to be, is going to be. Well, first of all, why is my clothing putting my man in danger? Right. Well, cause if somebody says to me, I, I, I get, well, hold I on. Mean, so, yeah. So if, if somebody says something to you out, out, out of turn, right. They're going to get addressed. Between men, the reason why men can converse in, um, you know, uh, conversations where they kind of get understanding quickly is because the threat of violence is always underlying when men have a conversation. See, when women talk to men, sometimes you guys can get rambunctious and overly loud because you don't, there's no threat, right? Most, 90, most of the time, right? Based on how we grow up about you getting punched in your shit. But between men, that's always an underlying tone. So if a man says something to my woman out the way, because of how she's dressed, whatever the case is, that could, I mean, that could be a reason, then it could escalate and turn to violence and violence can, can lead to death. So that's what the, just to clarify. Yeah, I, I understand all that, but still yet, why is my clothing, you know, putting my man in danger? And, and when I say that, it's, it's more so talking about the, the foundational issue here, like with men um, sexualizing women, period. Mm -hmm. So how about we talk about that? Um, because if that changed, then it wouldn't even matter what I'm wearing because I'm going to be respected as a woman, period. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I guess I, don't, I I hate having this conversation because yeah, that's a whole <laughs> let's, let's address the issue with, with mm -hmm. men sexualizing or hypersexualizing yeah. women. Now, question. Is that something that you're going to be able to change in every single man overnight, or that take a uh, um, uh, 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 what's a century, a century, right? That's going to take a lot of change, and even with women raising their young boys, like he gonna have all the girls, ah, 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 this, that, and the third, right? But for right now, because it isn't changed, right, and danger can can lurk, right? If that happens, what do you say to that, right? Because yeah, there's there's a modus operandi, right? But what it is right now we can't change that overnight yeah. so now that you know you're in that construct and you're not in a perfect world what do you say then well um, i say we're still responsible for making the little inches of changes that we want to see and then two i'm going to dress respectfully for myself not for anyone else um and i expect to be respected and i expect my husband partner whomever to be respected as well and if not then okay well then that has to be addressed but still yeah nobody's gonna monitor like the way i dress jimmy you're about to say something so i wanted to make sure no, i was just uh elaborating on the point about the danger i i, I get that i get that point right because you know you do have you know, men, you have women that's out there that's disrespectful, that's gonna to say some things. And, you know, it's our women, you know, thoughts that we're supposed to protect them, right? You know, we're not gonna just allow anyone to speak to them any type of way. You know, they expect us to provide a response. So that can escalate at times, right? The situation is not gonna be, you know, that simple always where, you know, you say something and they respectfully, you know, go their way. You know, you're gonna have individuals that wanna take it to the next level. I mean, it happens all the time. So, I mean, I get the point about the clothing. Should it be that way? You know, should you have to be concerned about, you know, other people saying something about, you know, your woman? Nah, you shouldn't, but that's the that's the world that we live in. Yeah. Sean then Alex. Um 
the threat of violence is real, but that's another conversation you have with your person. Like, you know, if you put that on, somebody say something slick, the night gonna get short real quick. <laughs> I mean, that's that's something honest you gotta say with to somebody because if they don't know, then they may not understand. Like, like you said, Kat, if you don't understand, why am why am I being why is there violence on the table because of my dress? Well, that's a real thing, but that's also a real conversation. Um, if you don't have that and there's confusion, if you're a different type of dude, I mean, some disrespectful people out there, yep. right? Some people will will look at your situation, look at you walking with your woman or your partner, whoever, and make a decision. Oh, I'm gonna say something intentionally. Then we gotta we gotta we gotta address that, right? Um, um, so I, that conversation is so important because you, your person got to know you got a little shit in you that if they step outside the lines and do something wrong or say something wrong and someone else does, then it, it could go left, right? But um, no, having a conversation is so important. If you don't, if you don't, then you just, you, you rolling the dice. And then if it turns out and she want to wear that dress anyway, then it's not the person for you. There's somebody willing to put your you you in danger, like uh, Sister Soldier said in the clip. If somebody willing to put you in danger like that, that's not the person for you. No, she's after something different. Yeah, so I have a question. So let's say okay. so I just want to make sure Alex. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Like I'm just really piggybacking off of everything, and I think one important thing, one aspect of it is men. Y'all have to do better. You have to be, t it, but it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Why is it on me to have to check what I wear? Um, because you can't control yourself because you don't have any home training. However, I'm not the parent of everyone else. So there are things that are beyond my control. Um, but I also think as the point that was just mentioned was that, you know, that's a conversation we're going to have beforehand. I'm very well of my partner. And I think it's important to know the person that you are with. Do you Are you with someone who, if someone says something to them, do they know or can they walk away? Or if someone says something, all right, things are about to pop off. Also, before we leave the house, for me, when I'm looking, I'm like, all right, is this okay to wear? My partner is going to be like, okay, where are you going? You think that's appropriate to wear? And they'll ha that's where the communication is key to be like, you know something, I don't really feel comfortable with you wearing that because of X, Y, and Z. So there's so many different layers to it, but for me, it starts at home and then y'all just have to do better. Yeah. And so here's the thing, right? I think people need to be better, but scandally clad is a thing, right? So I don't know what you want men to do if you got your ass out. Like what? What do what do you expect? So so is it? Are we saying that they they ain't not supposed to say nothing? No. You got your ass out, your titties out, and all that. That that's you're not supposed to get any feedback. Everything doesn't deserve. Are you talking about with your partner or the other person? Yeah. So if I'm walking down the street, right when I was especially younger, I'm gonna stop and say something. It may not be rude, or it might be rude, but. If you are dressed in a, in a particular way, I'm thinking that you on the same page as me, especially when I'm younger. So are you saying men can't comment? So she got her ass out and her titties out. We can't comment. Why you gotta even say anything? Just you can see something. You don't have to say the first thought that comes to your mind. You can just continue walking. Or you can say, "Hey, what's up, shorty?" Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, right? Do y'all remember that Dave Chappelle joke about the police uniform? 
<laughs> when he just had the costume on, it was like, I'm not a police officer. <laughs> like, I just like this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, if you dressed a particular way and we see that same outfit at, at, at um at stadium, <laughs> what's it going Okay, so here, how do you feel if you're walking down the street? Like, it is gray sweatpants season. I hate to be like that, but that's mm-hmm. what we're in, right? You yeah. walking down the street and I see your print and I'm like, oh, what, what's up? What's good with you? Your print is looking big. I'm liking what I like. You would feel violated. I could see it and just not say anything and continue walking. But that's the double stick because men, women will walk up to you, grab your arms, touch your chest. They do all that all the time to us, right? We don't, we don't, not nah, that. Really? Heck yeah. yeah. Happens. They tap you, touch you, rub all tight. Ty- <laughs> what about y'all meeting where they just, you're right. just really, Daddy is real. Daddy, no, come on. <laughs> what? No, boy, hold on. I, I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever witnessed all of that. Caddy, not oh, off, not, like not off the back. Like I can see if they had some type of communication. It's like, oh, nah. okay, I see you, but you don't know me. Don't touch me. Like just. I know, I know. Yeah, but for us, it's not that same way. Women will walk up to you and just like, and they might not. They probably won't grab your your Johnson, but they they would do th- that type of stuff all the time. I mean, that's that's regular. What well, do you like? It when it's sent to you? What, right. what we're saying is, these things happen in the opposite, right? Like, yes, like women do comment and say this, that sweat, sweatpants, and the whole nine yards. Like that is an actual thing, right? So we're asking if I'm so if I go to the gym with gray sweatpants and I get a comment, I'm not going to be taken aback because I know what that means and I know what that says. And I know that gray sweatpants are automatically what? Women, it clicks. And I don't care what type of relationship you in, y'all be looking all types of shit, right? So that's literally what we're saying. Like literally, like why do you expect us not to say nothing or not to look or stare or I, I just don't, I don't understand. Here it goes. This the, the sexist shit again. Yeah, I ain't got much to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be honest. Come on, man. Hold Crickets. on, just just teach no. your kids better. Have home training. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause I I understand and and I agree, so I, I have no further points. <laughs> made a good argument. <laughs> hey. One thing we need is honesty, Caddy. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, so everybody good? What? What's up? What do you think? Let me bring. Let me before we continue. Let me bring Bro Man back to the show. Bro Man. <laughs> Bro Man. Halfway house. Good evening. Excuse me. <laughs> you in a halfway house? Welcome Andre, man. He, you know, doing the right thing, being a dad and all that. Right. Indeed. So Dre, we was talking about, uh, adorning, uh, women adorning themselves in modest apparel when in a relationship and, um, should they do that should they be cognizant of what they put on um we just uh uh just showed a clip of uh, miss ali just talking about how uh if you don't if you wear you know scantily clad apparel you can put your 
your your partner in danger um but the women said they're gonna wear what they want to wear they will be mindful of their partner but at the end of the day it's their decision and more explicitly men have to do better um is what was said so what's your thoughts um uh, i i agree that um they can um you know dictate what they wear i don't i don't think that uh, a man should dictate what they wear however what i always say is that i want to be respectful and when i say respectful i mean those those guidelines are established ahead of time in our relationship what respectful means to me so uh, as long as um, we are respecting one another, um, then it, it really doesn't matter exactly um, what you put on. I think also ch- it also changes as well too. Um, uh, <laughs> if I'm with you versus when I'm not with you as well as well. Um, I think I think that uh, that that comes into play as well. Um, I think I think that um, this might be risky, but I think that you can wear more. Um, would you, would you call it? okay more scandalous attire while i'm with you than when i'm not Um, (laughs) because we can we can then at at that point in time um, help control the situation in what way though so it can lead to violence right no uh, it doesn't have to no i mean you have to you have to maintain your temper as well but i I think that you can i think that you can um uh definitely um deter some unwanted some unwanted um uh passes by what Oh, like just by being present? By being present, correct. <clears throat> Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's true. Um Yeah, I think that's true. Uh yeah, I just I just fear that, you know, <laughs> back in our heyday, if it was me, you and Sean walking and somebody say something that we don't see, boy, and he got an attitude, he gonna have more than an attitude before he leaves. That's correct. I mean, but again, but we we mature and we grow, right? I know. I'm just saying, though, right? Like you remember those days? Like I, I, I mean, as I say, at one point in time, I would say, I would say, no, you can't wear what you want to wear. I think, I think you should wear what's what I deem appropriate at all times. Because I'm gonna see Sean tonight. He might say something. I'm gonna get punched in my mouth, right? Hey, it, it could happen. But you see what I'm saying? Like it, it, I don't know. Uh, uh, and things, and things uh, have escalated. I mean, to that point. I mean, things have escalated to that point where where we <laughs> we've seen somebody we deem disrespectful to the person that we with. Yeah, and it, it didn't turn out pretty. Yeah. I mean, but but was the person that you were with were they were they really wearing something that was disrespectful? Well, a lot of times, Caddy, that doesn't even matter because that's that's, that's, that's the point. Oh my God, the point. Yeah. What does it matter? It's outside of apparel. Exactly. Well, I mean, because what's provocative to somebody may not be to someone else, right? right? Well, how do you so, control right. that? I mean, you can't. You no, know, you can't control it. So, because that's an, a variable that you can't count account for, you just have to know how to address it, right? So, if if you know that somebody may perceive something the wrong way, and you have it on then you know somebody might perceive it the wrong way because that's something you when you put it on you oh we gonna going out with my man and you put it on it's like well you might think about right i mean i think about the same thing if i put a shirt on that's fitted more so than another one then i know it's going to garner a different reaction from people i know women think the same thing when they put an outfit on a dress or shorts or whatever they have to you have to contemplate at some point what is this going to do to someone else and it really cause them to have a reaction y'all have that reaction without your man 
whoever you with, right? If you walk down the street and something provocative by yourself, you're gonna get the cat calls, you're gonna get the the hey ma, whatever it is, right? So you know if that same outfit you put on when you with somebody, that's a potentially explosive environment. The same way if you were by yourself. Yeah. I mean, I, I hear you, but um, it doesn't make it right. And I know we're not talking about what's right versus what's wrong. But I mean, I've seen Hamp wear stripes and plaid and he walked down the street all the time and no one says anything. So as a woman, I feel like I can wear whatever I want and not expect anyone to say anything either. Yeah. That's, that's, not, that's, not real, that's not realistic though. I mean, you you know, you, you calculate before you leave the house what you have on. Even if you're not with somebody else, if you can be single, you can, you can be single. And you still you just do the same calculations. Like, oh, I don't really feel like being bothered today, right? So I'm gonna wear X, Y, and Z versus I know this is gonna garner a certain, certain amount of attention. People you know, say things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just not right. <laughs> uh, I think I don't think it's wrong. I think it's true. You know, so it's wrong. It's wrong. No, depending on what you have on, it garners attention um in a certain way you know that because you guys are super intelligent before you put it on attention is one thing uh reaction is something different meaning you can see me and you know find me sexually attractive and just see me right Leave it can't alone. you can't talk to you like yeah don't talk to me why you gotta talk to me for do you gotta talk to everybody in the world get him out of here put him like, why why me come on man don't shoot your shot. Yeah. So what if you're walking down the street and your girl is just dressed regular or she's in her sweats or whatever it is, and someone still comes over to you? Are you gonna have an issue then too? Yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So then why can I wear? We know that I will go home. I'm gonna say, "Bae, you good?" If she had on some stadium shit, I'm gonna say, "See, nigga, that's why you shouldn't have wore that shit tonight." <laughs> No, she had on sweats. She had on sweats. No, I'm just, just like, uh, the conversation after is it does so it's, 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 it's so yeah, difficult but, now. But you're also gonna um you're gonna temper how many times that's gonna happen. Yeah, it could happen. You can be out with the sweatpants on and baggy shirt and somebody come up to you, but if you have something scandalous on, it might be instead of one person, it might be ten. Right? Yeah, so you wanna, wanna you avoid those type of situations. Yeah, you need to mitigate the risk, right? And I think that's the key. And I was going to say um, more to Caddy's point today is a lot different than what it used to be because your woman can put on yoga pants and mm-hmm. still look provocative. Right. I mean, that's just that's their sweatpants, right? Mm-hmm. Like they just throw those on and just go out the house, go grocery shopping, go check the mail, go walk the dog, whatever it is. They could throw those on and still garner the same reaction as if they had the, what you say, the pencil skirt. Right or a sundress, whatever it is, the same they can get the same reaction. So it may be difficult for them to navigate on what to put on versus what not to put on if they always get that reaction. Yeah. Right. You know. So that I mean, that's, we that's we especially but, black women like we we're super well. You know, uh, our natural you know she, composition is curvy. So. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're asking us to hide our curves to to curb the appetite of men, and it's just no, no, I don't, I don't, Caddy, I don't think that's the question. Asking you to hide your curves, I think the question is asking you to disregard or ignore the catcalls or the or the mistreatment because it is wrong. I do disagree with Hamp that it is wrong 
because you should be able to walk down the street and admire somebody without being disrespectful. You know what I mean? That that should be a possibility. That's, you know, you should be capable of doing that as a human being. So I do think that it is wrong, right? But is it is a way to deliver your message that may make it right, wow. if that makes sense. Wow, I ain't never, boy, you the best windshield wiper I ever seen. <laughs> Golly, you go back and forth. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Daddy, there you have it. Uh, that's the, oh, Alex. Alex, I want to give you a round of applause. That's the nigga buying the sections in the corner, that top left corner. Okay. <laughs> No, far from that. Far, far from that. But I think, all all jokes aside, he has a point where nobody needs to be disrespected with regardless of what they have on. Um, you know, but you know, those things do happen because of what you have on. Whether it be right, wrong, and different, that's what it currently exists. And so until we get out of that, we just want to make sure we mitigate risk to our partner and we protect ourselves, right? Because if you have something on and people mistake you for being one way, you know, they can still try to take advantage of you, disrespect you, so on and so forth. So it's very important to protect yourself too, as you guys alluded to. You wear what you want to wear and understand what you wear can have a repercussion. So that's so. Um last topic let me show you guys something if you don't mind let me pull it up here okay so if anybody knows this story shout out to uh, hiphopvibe.com um this is Brittany renner so PJ Tucker, what's his name? PJ Tucker. Uh, PJ Washington. So PJ Washington, she used to go to his high school games the whole nine yards. He went to Kentucky, right? And then, um, I think so. And then, um, she had a baby with him. I think he's paying what is it, a hundred thousand dollars a month or something crazy, um, for child support. Well, had his baby and then got uh, divorced from him. Yeah, like right away. And then now she's got alimony and child support and all of that stuff. So in combination to something like a hundred, a hundred G's. Yeah. So, you know, she's 30 years old. So what is he in his second year? Third year? He in his uh, second. Second year, bro. Divorced him. Was going to his high school games. That's predatory. Right. Yeah. So here's a statement. So this is off her Twitter. She says, hey, Jackson State. That's where um Deion Sanders coaches. Hi, your son's. This woman is 30 years old, right? Not too old than the, sorry, go ahead. Say it. 33. 33 years old, right? So, you know, so if that was a guy, what would the response have been, right? She going to this little boy's games, right? Doing all of that, has his baby divorced and gets the money, goes to Jackson State at 33, hire your sons if a man was to conduct himself in this manner what would we be saying pedophile not obviously 18 is of age whatever but there's certainly 17 year olds on campus right and not saying she did that but i mean the boy was in high school and she was going to his, his basketball game for whatever reason that's some spec she was actually there the reason she was there i'm speculating right i just want to make that clear but if it was a man the fallout would be tremendous 
tremendous. So what are your thoughts on that? Let's start with uh, Sean. Uh, I'm in agreement. Um, you know, that's Sexy. we just we just watched R. Kelly, a whole documentary about uh, him having issues with underage people. And if uh, she practiced the same habits and she should get the same results. Uh, I mean, not to say she broke the law or anything like that. I, I don't want to put her in the same boxes. Yeah. As a convicted felon. Right. But it's under the same guys in the, the the court of public opinion. If you are a predator in that regard, and if that was her intention to do that, then she should be treated as such. Um, I don't know how that looks in the cancel culture of today, but she took her time to manipulate, plan, and plot, and game and scheme this young boy out of millions at the end of the day because uh, she wanted the bag and that's that's more along with the what the culture is today i mean people are after the bag they after the money and she didn't got ran through the whole nba nfl industry already and she saw somebody who was a sucker who did who couldn't see it coming even though he was young and impressionable you know i'm sure he was aware of who she was yeah. he got game he got caught but she should be looked at in the same light in regard to someone who, who uh, in a, a legal parameters, preyed on him. Yeah. Jimmy? I think it's fine. I think it's creepy. I mean, if it is, if, if it is true, I mean, because right now, you know, she could just be playing on the whole accusations, right? Everybody know about the P.J. Washington uh PJ Washington's story, she denied that she trapped him, so to speak. Um, but I, I don't believe that that instance that you showed there, I don't think that was the only one that she posted about after the Washington situation. So I feel like she's playing on it because there are some people that's supporting what she's doing, right? You know, people consider that getting it getting to the back. But um in the light of, of men, you know, we couldn't do that. You know, we, we can't even play around with that subject. Uh, we will we'll be um, dragged to the mark, so to, so to speak. So I, I think it's foul. I mean, if it's true or not, you know, even with the situation, you know, he thought he had somebody locked up. Um, as soon as she had the baby, as soon as she got to the hospital, said that she, she filed for the divorce. So was there something wrong beforehand? You know, we don't know. Right. But at the end of the day, playing on these kids, you know, she's 33, like Sean said, you know, going to the, their schools and telling parents to hide their sons. That, that's, that's foul. Right. Because there's people out there that actually think that way. You know, they don't post it. They don't uh, put it out publicly. But people's mentals are, are, are screwed up. I mean, so I don't agree with, you know, her, you know, entertaining that. Yeah. Caddy. Um, yeah, the same. I, I actually think she's a, a little sick. Um, you know, definitely predatory behavior. And um, this isn't her first time. And unfortunately, I think, you know, social media just drives that type of behavior. Mm -hmm. um, so she's not the only. She's just one of the popular ones. And, um, you know, yeah, had it have been a, a dude, you know, that was doing that with a younger, you know, a younger woman or a younger lady, um, 
yeah, you know, it, I think it would be would have been more sensationalized, but uh, we still recognize what she's doing is wrong, as being wrong. And, um, you know, there's also kind of a, an accountability factor, too, for the young man um, that we, we really have to talk about. I mean, you know, some young dudes think you know, they, they think it's cool. Oh, you know, I, I, I got an influencer or, you know, I got someone that, you know, everybody else wants. And maybe he fed into that narrative and, and he got caught up. It's unfortunate. It's a, it's a heavy price he's paying. But, um, you know, hopefully, you know, he's learned from this and hopefully others will learn from it. But, yeah. Lex, what you think? I mean... <laughs> Yes, he was technically legal, but I just, in my eyes, like, what do you want with a child? Like, why? Um, but I also think, too, I think it's a bigger conversation. Um, when I think that, when I look at some of these, like, new athletes who come out and those who sign these contracts and these musicians, you know, unfortunately, there are some women who prey on certain men, on these athletes, on these musicians. And I just kind of feel like there has to be an accountability piece about on the men's, on the men's part. You don't have to entertain that. Like, what? I just, I almost wonder, like, is there someone that says, like, that says to them, like, someone older that says, no, when you get to this certain point, there are going to be women or certain people who come out and they're going to try to reach onto you. So for me, it's, it's gross. But then I also feel like there needs to be an accountability and someone to be able to be like, nah, leave that situation alone. But I also do think that if it was a man, the situation would have been very, very different. Uh, I think Lex has a really good point uh, saying that uh, guys have a, a, a personal responsibility, personal responsibility in this as well. Um, yeah, I mean, and um, but in the same breath, also, I also think that men can be prey. Right. Um, so uh, it could be there could be uh, uh, young um, males who don't the uh, majority to even um, combat um, the advances of someone uh, in that nature. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, it's, it's totally wrong <laughs> um, and that men can be preyed upon as well. Um, but I think Flex was saying that they definitely need to have somebody in their corner um, to help them um, understand. Because like I was saying before, that their mental maturity is probably not the, at that level yet. Yeah. And so on that point, though, that's what is kind of contrary a little bit. So, Lex, I got to push back on that and caddy too a little bit. So. You remember those times when people would say she asked for it because of what she had on, she wanted it, so on and so forth. So this is a child, right? We just acknowledge that point. And so this is a master manipulator, a sociopath, if she's that sick, right? He's not equipped with the tools, right? And he may not have a big brother or whatever the case is to say, get the hell out of there, right? So why can't the victim stay a victim? because we put parameters around that meaning you know if you're 18 i don't i don't know at what age he met her so i, so I really don't even know the story like that but if yeah. he was 18 then um he's of legal age according to law so um that's where that accountability you know kind of kicks in uh you kind of sink or swim and and uh, you know sometimes it takes these hard examples to uh to, to get to that point. And I think I'm looking at it from the perspective of because I don't 
know too much about her. I try to watch something with her with DJ Academics and she was just confusing me. Yeah. But I think up to the spectrum of when I see her going onto the campus, I think of her looking for her next come up. That's what I think of. And for me, I'd be like, yo, homegirl is on here. She tries to talk to you. Leave her be. I've heard this about her. I've heard that about her. She's essentially mm -hmm. a groupie for the campus. So for the next star athlete, that's how I look at it when I saw that post. Yeah. Yeah. No, same, same. But, you know, it's different. Um, Mike Tyson said everybody got a plan to they get hit, you know. So they saying, man, I ain't messing with her. She walk run down on you in the middle of that party and you never see nothing like it in your life. Let's see how people actually going to react. You know what I mean? So like a predator, a, a master predator, right? Lions don't lose fights. It has to be 10 hyenas for the lion to lose the fight, right? The female lion right at that you know what i mean when you usually see those shows so like a, a, a real predator i mean it's it's just difficult right and if you don't have the tools or the training or the know-how or the experience like i i it's hard to say somebody's blameless but very slightly because it people get manipulated every day you know so well, i just I go ahead to, to bring your first topic full circle um the reason why we don't see him as a victim or why everybody doesn't see him as a victim or let him stay the victim is because of sexism. The way around, if it's the other way around and worlds are reversed, she gets stuck with a baby, right? He's not stuck with a baby, so we don't look at him as the victim anymore. Oh, he good. He in the NBA. He make money. He all right. Right? He going to be all right. He's going to pay a little bread, find another woman. But he obviously felt like he had to marry the girl. Right. So they he actually married her. You know what I mean? So he he in this regard, we don't look at him as the victim for, uh, I guess, a maybe a temporary standpoint, but not a long term, because we think uh, we think differently of men in that regard than we do women. If it was an 18 year old girl, you're like, man, that nigga prayed on her. like we would never let her relieve relieve her of the victim status. We would yeah. never do it. So that that's sexism. Yeah. Think so. Anybody else? Uh, so we talk about the the guy PJ Washington, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. So so his uh <laughs> so his response. I mean, doesn't response have a, a play in this as well? To how we view how we view him? Because um, he didn't he didn't come across as though he was a victim. I think he actually said this was something that was platonic, right? Um. So he's not, he's not, he wasn't seen as a victim in the situation, even though we, we, we say that it is because we see it from the outside looking in, but internally he didn't think he didn't feel that way himself. Right. If you, if you was 22 and the girl gained you out of 100,000 a month, you're going to come out and be like, you know what? Yeah, she got me. I'm sorry. You know, I didn't know what I was thinking. She had, no, you're like, oh man, it wasn't nothing. It's all yeah, good. You wouldn't even like that. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to put your feelings and emotions out on the table and be like, oh, no, I was really in love. You're not going to do that. You're doing it all the time now. We talk we talk about this mental the mental frailty now. I mean, these athletes are now like us um, stopping playing in the middle of a football game because they, I mean, mental health is something, is something right? So, hold on, it's not the same thing, right? Mental mental health, is, and this is not the same thing. What I'm saying is people being vulnerable um, in the public light is not something that is, is so full part as it, as it once was, what I'm saying. Uh, no, I disagree. I have to push back on that. So, yeah, the 32-year-old athletes, right? LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, right? We're up on the panel. 
the young guys, right? Especially in the NFL, they don't say a motherfucking thing. Really? Every, really? Single, really? Every, every single one of them cowboys uh stood up for the national anthem, right? Because it's not the same. Everybody's not making twenty million dollars a year, right? You can't be vulnerable like that. So see, we don't want to go to the populace because we had a couple outliers that said a little something. And then they even told LeBron to shut up and just dribble. So we can't be vulnerable. And the reason, the problem with men is we always say we fine and we not, right? And we be victims in a lot of situations, but we cannot be a victim because we don't have that luxury. Okay. I mean, that, that can be your opinion about it, but I think I think that you are able to uh, express your vulnerability if you, if you need to. I mean, if, that, if that's if that's how you feel, I, I don't think that I don't think it's going to be such of a stigma as it once was. I mean, I think that if you feel like you were taken advantage of, you can actually you can say that. You, you I think people actually be, will be on your side. And that, Has he expressed that you thought he was taking advantage of? No, he did not. That's what I'm saying. He did not. Because he, because it's here. Because he, he might not realize that he's been taking yeah. advantage of. That's the thing. He's twenty-two. He's twenty-two. Yeah. Right. He He still got ego and pride. Uh, Yeah. And think. Let's just give give more perspective, right, to the ladies. And if you don't know the story in general, to the audience, right. These are blue chip prospects, right. So he'd been a man since he was twelve years old. You understand, right? So the denial for him. Nobody ever told him he ever did anything wrong or, or messed anything up. So his denial meter is probably yeah. out uh, out the out the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim, you about to say something? I forgot. Good. <laughs> but uh, no, to you know to Dre uh Dre's point, just because the avenue is available, it doesn't mean that these young athletes are gonna take it. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the media is allowing some players to be more vocal, you know, if they agree with your content. Um, but he, he may not feel comfortable coming out in front of his boys and say, yeah, she got me, dog. You know, it's like some people don't want to admit that. You know, he's going to take the, the, the other route and say, you know, this is how we wanted things to end. You know, I wanted to get divorced as soon as she came out of the hospital and, and pay her six figures a month. You know, like who's going to say that and, and, and be real about it? Nobody. Nobody's gonna say that, especially if he thought all was well before. He yeah, said. exactly. I mean, Dre might say it, but nobody <laughs> else, you know. Nobody <laughs> else, Jay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say I would say that. I'm just saying that this is this is a, another uh, perspective on it, though. You know what I'm saying yeah, I get you. Another, another way of thinking about it. It, it is. I just want perspective to be viable, and by and large, that is, that is a viable perspective. It really is. That is, absolutely is. Well, see, now, do we create normalcy off of outliers, or do we go with it based on their averages or the the majority? Right. So, if you throw an outlier situation, yes, it's possible, but the probability is very, very low. Okay. So, are people now? more more than say five years ago say 10 years ago coming out about mental, mental like their mental frailty in sports yes right so yeah. so it's not it's not this outliers this is, this is actually but i think it's going to it's going to come to a to a point to where um, we just had we had tomorrow the rosen talk about we had uh kevin love talk about we had prominent athletes nba players nfl players talk about this 35 right? year old players yes it's established yes professional athletes yeah, yeah. It, is five dollars a gallon good for gas? Excuse me. 
five dollars a gallon. Is that good? Depends on where you at. Is that good? Because <laughs> your example is, oh, they dropped it to four ninety nine. Let's get all the gas in the world. No, motherfucker, that's still bad, right? So yeah, five better than five years ago doesn't make it good. But I think for Andre's piece, as far as like the mental health goes, uh-huh. he's twenty two. He is of the like we're millennials, so yeah. they're of the generation where mental health is not something that's taboo at all. So for most people, for the kids who are growing up in his age range, they're like, well, if you felt away, why didn't you say something? It's okay to talk about your feelings. But we're also coming from the space of, you know, that's not really something you, you talk about. So you have a large, a half majority that is, okay, let's talk about how you felt. And then another portion of it that's saying, mm, let's not. He might not know that he was a victim of it. And he may not realize that until years down the line. And it could be an ego thing or he just may not be aware of it. Yeah. So, Alex, let me just clarify. I just want to ask. So you're saying that us as millennials, uh, mental health, we understand it more. And, you, and then are you saying that P.J. Washington's uh, generation understands it even more than us? Yes. Now, They're... sorry. Well, Go I just ahead. want to clarify because the people Dre are referencing are, are um, not even of his bracket. And they're like on the top side of millennials, so they're okay. like thirty-five. Okay, I didn't give the great, I didn't give the greatest examples, but I'm saying though, so it is generational. Like like Lex was just saying, it is it is generational. Mm-hmm. The generation below is is a lot is is um uh, is able to talk about their films a lot more than generation previous. I mean, that's so you, so you, our generation is different than our parents' generation, right? I mean, so y'all, y'all are saying a twenty-two-year-old black man. Can be vulnerable about his mental health. Put him in a fucking bed. I'm not saying that he can. I'm not saying this, but I'm saying it's a little bit. If he did, it's a little bit more acceptable in today's society. Yeah, it's acceptable by us. It's acceptable by us, not by his demographic. Yeah, I I agree with that. You know, I I think. you know, the world that we're living in today, uh, we're more focused on mental awareness, but it really is dependent on your your community. So we don't know what his community um, really looks like. And if his community is about manning up and, uh, you know, and hiding your feelings, then yeah, he's going to think that it was his decision and he was okay with it. Um, but it doesn't make it right because she absolutely, you know, preyed on him and, um, yeah, it's just sick. But 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 I think also too we we conflate situations sometimes because in this situation it looks sick. But if mm. you go to the club, you'll have eighteen-year-old girls getting approached by thirty-year-old men, yeah. and we don't talk about that. So it's just like, how are we picking and choosing when the situation is appropriate versus mm. when it's not? Yeah, I think I think particularly with the I think you're one hundred percent correct, Caddy. I think because she said hide your sons right knowing because they know her you know the situation with pj i think she's just playing on it which is like all right come on now you know what i mean um but yeah you'll be surprised lex like i coached uh high school football and um the kids still say stuff like that's gay pause get out you know like they still talk like that so even though like in the media right we're seeing like some growth like when you go with the kids and these kids are what 21 now right when i when i stopped coaching 
they they talk like that like i had to tell them listen you you a pussy that don't make you gay it make you a pussy you know what i'm saying like or it make you soft or whatever the case was right mm -hmm. like being gay don't just automatically make you soft you know what i mean like but that's their that's the logic still because their right. parents still come from a particular demographic and this right. being said in the house too you know what i'm saying so just to just to provide some like context to that generation but i think they are more aware of stuff you know but i just think that uh you know it doesn't it's not reaching as far as maybe we uh assume yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's just me with a, just an actual example with those with those those age kids what jimmy I'm looking at Sean. <laughs> that 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 root beer getting to him. Man, you can't say <laughs> what. <laughs> you had a whole topic on sexism. What's sexist? What's not? You you just gave an example. Man, you pussy. You say that saying call somebody pussy is sexist too. Which goes back to his uh the video we watched earlier before we started. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, fine. See, see, one thing about me. If it's gonna be wrong, it's gonna be wrong. If it's gonna be right, it's gonna be right. Contrary, so be it, right? That's how the kids be saying, right? This, that, and the third. But yeah, it's sex. Oh, I'm not saying that we aren't sexist. No, no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. It was just funny. Sorry. I'm Jimmy was Jimmy pointed it out. He wasn't supposed to point it out. <laughs> yeah. I got to do a better job. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Final thought. Sean. Um, sexism is real on both sides of the fence. Uh, be mindful of your behavior and your words. Um, let your woman wear whatever she feel comfortable in. Yeah. As long as I have the conversation. As long as you have the conversation. <laughs> That's all I got. Peace, y'all. Thank you, sir. Y'all up there. Um, <laughs> I think different privileges exist for women and men. Um, quote that I found some time ago, which was appropriate, was that privilege... Privilege are things that we don't have to ask for, but are given and benefit from. So it was appropriate for our conversation with men and women today. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Thank you. First and foremost, I'm going to start with parents protect your kids. There's vultures out here, pedophiles. Um, but like Sean said, sexism is real. Uh, it's going to take plenty of years to, to correct that that issue um and then the, on the topic of apparel you know be comfortable within your relationship but understand the uh you know the outside world you know there's people out to get you um but you got to protect yours at all costs Word. oh god that was i'm sorry i was out of it for a second <laughs> um <laughs> uh i guess i would say um dress for the respect that you want to receive uh, for you first and then for the for the relationship so like understand what um, respect looks like in the dynamics of your relationship and um, yes sexism is real but I really do feel like it's important that um, as black people we protect each other uh, so men all of y'all it's, it's all of y'all's responsibility to protect us as women regardless of what we're wearing and um, yeah I just stand on that understood 
Respect is everything. Uh, have respect for your for your relationship. Have respect for your partner. Um, and um, I think communication within a relationship is, is extremely uh, important. Uh, apparel. Uh, so if you guys have a conversation, understanding uh, where the boundaries are and where they lie, where they lie, and you have an understanding, then that, I don't think there'll be an issue. Um, um, so, uh, and in, in regards to um, uh, the young boy uh, getting taken advantage of, I think um, that uh, men can be pray, uh, pray as well. Um, so. Thanks, Dre. <laughs> Thanks, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> Put him in the fucking bed. Yeah, oh, let me. Oh. He's still frozen. If let me just let me let me just say something to everybody. The next person coming here with Boost Mobile Wireless. Bathroom. <laughs> 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 He said his computer died. No, I'm fucking that guy. Oh my god. <laughs> that city link you got died. <laughs> so I think uh, you know, a lot of it, awesome topics, dope conversation. Um, I think one thing I want to just pinpoint is that black men also have to learn how to protect themselves better. Um, you know, from women, and you know, we deal with our women by and large, our women deal with us by and large from our women and it starts from the from the you know from the bottom too you know what i mean because we get in these situations because we're taught to have a bunch of girls and and run through a bunch of women and then when we get 32 right 35 now we're supposed to settle it down and and and, and so on and so forth so our protection may look different but we still need to protect ourselves for sure um and be taught differently um and our women are sexist men are sexist too but women are sexist too and men are sexist and women are sexist and men are sexist and women are sexist right um just to push drive that point home <laughs> um and it is what it is right at this juncture you know but i just wanted to bring out the point that it does go both ways more often than we may think um and Brittany renner if anybody talked to her tell that heifer stay the fuck home <laughs> and stay off of college campuses right? This is might be risky. Like, share, subscribe, comment, tell a friend to tell a friend. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Yeah.